we live. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Rise of Ground Morning Show. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at your home. Well, we going might go to 10, 30, 11 sometimes. But this is what we do right here on podcasting. I'm your homeboy, the big homie, the one and only, the one that called Miles Dixon. I'm definitely in the building. I'm chilling with my producers of the show, uh, Miss Chantel, Shiny Sean is what we call her. And t- I'm about to say Tino Wino. That's not his name. His name is Tino. Sound man Tino. Tino Wino. Tino Wino is known to sound right. Into the one and only the bigger homie that's bigger than me, my nigga to be right there on the microphone. His name is Q Lewis. What up, what up, what up, man? You already know what it is, man. It's your boy Q Lewis holding it down live from the 48205, man. Red zone, baby. Gang gang. Um, um, Q is uh, somewhere in Cincinnati, I think. Um, sipping on peppermint tea, even. Not Cincinnati, no Cincinnati. Sure. Okay, it look like your living room. Nah. No, Cincinnati no. is cool though. I fuck with Cincinnati. I won't fuck with Cincinnati no more. Um, here's why. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Um, it's right next okay. to it's right next to Kentucky, and Kentucky is a racist mm-hmm. ass state. I'm not gonna do that to Kentucky. Man. The only reason I like Kentucky because. You got Kentucky Fried Chicken buffets. That's that's the fat in me talking. Hey, you been there, cute to, to the Kentucky Fried I, Chicken? I fuck with. I, I haven't, but I fuck with Kentucky because of Louisville. So shout out to Louisville, Louisville and shout the section Louisville. of black people. Louisville, Louisville, and the section of I black said, people that hold it down. Yeah, I was like, hey man, I'm glad to be in Louisville. They were like, it's Louisville. What? Oh yeah, they, they correct you. It sound like they got just something stuck in their mouth, Lou. Anyway, shout out to my people in Louisville. But no, I like um, Cincinnati. I didn't dig. I didn't like Cincinnati night scene because it's just all reggae. And really, yeah, I was like, eh. I mean, reggae music cool, but uh, Shabba Ranks twenty four hours definitely not for me. Shout out to everybody who think they hot in Cincinnati. Man, listen. Shout out to Shabba Ranks, man. Wherever the hell he is, right. They need to do Have You Seen Him. Have you seen him? Shabba. And and his girl was her name, Pantra. Patra. Patra, Patra. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pull up to my bumper. Yeah. Pull over to my Patra, bumper, man. baby. I was like, hey, she got a little bump. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely had a bump on her. I think twerking came in the style oh, that year. It's all because of her twerking. Right after that. <laughs> right after that. Because, uh, I mean, my mama was like, Probably. mama, mama, <laughs> chill, mama, mama, just stop. Oh, you stupid, that. Anyway, um, Q, how was your weekend? Weekend was cool, man. I, uh, Saturday, I, I celebrated my old man's birthday. He turned 76 Ooh. Uh, this weekend, so... Uh, but mm. yeah, barbecue for him and had a had some family over. It was cool, man. No, but he had a little family time. That was about he had it. A little, he, had, he had a little girl over there. No, you know what I'm saying. I guess I think he keep her to himself and shit. We yeah, just smoked he, a lot of weed he, though. Shout he, out to my old man still smoking at 76. That's what's up. Um, yeah, that was really about it though. For real, I start realizing a lot of things, right? Yesterday was one of them. I never heard of nobody going to jail because they're using cocaine. 
I'm sure it's, I yeah, never I'm heard sure somebody because it's possession, right? No. You, you don't go to jail for possession? If you're a user, no. Well, they don't catch you with this one, somebody, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. For anybody who's checking us out. Anyway, what made you think about that? Because I was noticing how many people go to jail smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. And there have been people walking around in the casino with powder on their nose. <laughs> and somebody had to see them. But due to right. that's the other color drug. Sure it's, it's users in jail. Eh, right. I don't know. Eh. I heard Maybe. the high. I heard the high only lasts three to four minutes. So, oh, I don't okay, know. Huh? Shit, I couldn't yeah. tell. Hey, y'all, let's get right directly to the topic what we got going on today, and the topic. Right, uh, I don't the, know no cokeheads. Right, we don't know no cokeheads, so we're gonna keep on moving around, <laughs> moving along with the show. We are talking about parenting right. then versus now. Q, you want to start it off with your life uh, and me? Uh, it don't, it, you know, I, I'll go ahead and start. Um, go ahead. Cause I, we've talked about this before mm-hmm. and I think that, I think that the parenting, I, let me see how I want to say this. Cause I think the parenting before, um, I, I thought that it worked. Well, let, let me say it like this. I think <laughs> it worked for that time. I think, I think times have changed and that same style of parenting not go work. So I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say that we're going to start it off like that. I think that it was effective for the time period that it was in, but right now that same that same type of parenting, I don't think it's gonna work. As you can yeah. see with John Morant, somebody not parenting that boy, right? Well, <laughs> your, your honor, I would like to say that my code defendant's kind of shaky here. Um, I think what works back then will work now. I think I think the the problem is when you when you parenting from what you know about. You still have to be aware of what's going on for our social media, phones. Remember they used to take the video game from us? Hell yeah. Take that damn phone from them. Take the iPad from them. Um, make them read a book. Make them come back to you and tell them, hey, what did you learn from that book? Book reports. Matter of fact, give me a clap. Give me a, give me, every time I get in the car with my daughter, I say, what did you learn today? Uh, you ain't learn nothing. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> my granddad used to do that. No, see when you when you tell me you don't learn nothing, that's, that that causes a, uh, a school visit. <laughs> so I I come right in the right. class. I come right in the class. So yeah, um, I'm here because Naveen said she ain't learned nothing yesterday. I did, I did, Daddy. Okay, well, too late. You had your opportunity to tell me that this past Friday. You know what I mean? And right. so. Every time she get in the car, she "Daddy, guess what I learned today? Guess what I learned yesterday?" Did it, you know what I mean? So, what happens is we just have to be more. We have to change on how we insert or we pour into our children. We don't have to change the parenting because parenting is basically basically being disciplined enough to know when to reward and when not to reward, know when to, when to console and when not to console. Knowing when to break and when not to break, and know when to whip they ass or not whip their ass. <laughs> That's parents. Is that still a thing now, though? Yes. Is, is that still a thing? Is I seen the boy. Yeah, I, I seen. I seen this boy get his ass whooped the other day. I mean, whooped. He was, hey, look. He started crying because he couldn't get what he wanted. Oh, dog! He was on in the supermarket. 
She dropped the elbow on his head. Like, <laughs> like, like though. I was like, damn. She said, didn't I tell your ass? Don't ask for nothing. <laughs> I was sitting there like, ooh, that's not like my mind. And she was white. That was the surprising part. What? You lying to me. Hey, look. You lying to me. I tell you what, I was in Royal Oak Market, so I seen it. Seen she, grew, she grew up on Finkel, though. Hey, look, she <laughs> dropped, She said, didn't I tell your ass? It was gritting her teeth and talking in there between her. Didn't I tell your ass not to add me with nothing? I don't know. I ain't, I ain't even look at well, it. Least, ain't over with the biracial child. Huh? <laughs> what you, you say? I said, at least that kid won't be a school shooter. Oh, man, he definitely ain't going to be a school shooter. The way they, way she talked to him, she was disciplined. Him. She said, you got $15. You better handle your business. I'm like, damn. Mama basically tell him to go get your own food. <laughs> no, that's probably what um Yeah, yeah. Um what I do when I try to tell my daughter, my daughter normally comes to the house with a whole bunch of snacks and stuff. I told her mother, you better not send a snack. We're about to go to shopping. And if she can't open her mouth and tell me what she wants, she won't get it. When you constantly yeah. give a child something, they always think it's always gonna yeah. be there. Even when you're not. So that that's sure. something that's something you got to pull away from. Um, so the parents, I still, I still don't, I don't think that the, I still don't think the ass whooping part of parenting can can survive like it did back in the day. I mean, we used oh. to get our ass beat though. Like some of that shit was damn near abuse. I mean, yeah, and I don't I mean, think that shit can keep going. But did you did you see that clip that was on TikTok where the boy called the um, police on his dad? Did you see that? No, I ain't peep. He was like, you know, police came up. Daddy over and said, yeah. He said, yes, I called the police. He hit me. It was a belt, too. And the buckle hit my leg. So he said, excuse me, sir, still on the porch. Young man, come here. The police officer said, so you mean to tell me you called your father because you called the police, you called us on your father? Do you know we're, there's a lot of serious things going on? He, he scolded him. He said, listen. If I wasn't in my uniform, I might whoop your butt right now. But due to the fact your father going to handle his business when we leave, I think I don't have to say anything. But for right now, don't you ever call your police on your parents if they just discipline you because you did something wrong. And he's like, huh? He's like, he said, he, the father's like, thank you, officer. I definitely will handle my business. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, and and, and again, got his ass whooped after and, that. and again, surprisingly, they were white. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. See, white, I'm surprised. White yeah. people is getting, you know, they be like, I've been in this trailer park so damn long, I need to whip something. No, I'm just but um, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm, 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 throwing, I'm not joking. But I used to think white folks just lived in trailer parks for a long time when I was younger. Cause that's the only time I seen to them. Yes, uh, black, all black people live in projects, huh? No, I never knew nobody black people lived in projects until I went to Philadelphia. Because Philadelphia yeah. projects Maybe. was second or third worst in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were second. The worst, fucking Brooklyn. No, <laughs> shit could go. But Greeny Green. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember right. that story a long <laughs> time ago, boy. That's boy. Ooh wee, they made good times. Yeah. Good times is based off of that boy. So, yeah. So, but what's going on now? Good I think times the are pain, high. Ooh, I think um, what's going Coolie on now? Guy, did you did you 
Did you know that Cooley High had uh, all the people in there was really niggas from Cabrini Green? For real? Yeah, like most, like I think only one or two of them. Well, obviously, you know, Preach and a couple of the other people was like the only actors for real. Wow, like niggas who was uh who went to jail for uh you know stealing the car and ended up killing Cold Cheeks. They uh-huh. was just they was really niggas from from Cabrini Green. Shout out to real, shout out to real niggas. Um. Well, all my real niggas. All my real niggas. So, um, to, I just think parenting now is basically we got young people who just watch social media, who having children. So, if the child is twenty three years old having a child, by the time that child reaches twenty, mm, let's just say thirty, the child is seven, and the, and the child has so much data in his head that he don't know how to express it. Because it's it's not going nowhere. Um, I guess we didn't even open the air, but yeah, sure. Call you in the air. Good morning, Archibano. Oh, ages by. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, good morning. I don't, I totally missed the topic. All I heard when I got on was crazy ass white people spoil, and I thought, oh, that's a good time to call. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's a great time to call right here on the Rise uh, Grind Morning Show. My. Town has hit the news because we had an eight-year-old white kid that just did random shooting. Are you for real? For real. If you look at the news, I'm fine. Farmington's gotten so crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Like I told told you, I live in a border town between the reservation, Navajo Reservation, and this town, which is predominantly white people. And um, in the last, I'd say in the last year, we've had a shooting at the mall, and it was, I think it was a white guy that, I don't know if they ever found him. Um, And then about a month ago, this was even crazier, is um, uh, there was a shooting, and a police officer went to the, the police officers went to the wrong address. The homeowner came out with, of course, not knowing because it's late at night, right, with a gun. Um, and the, they end up shooting at him because he opened the door with a gun. He got shot, and then they shot. They were shooting at the wife because she had a gun. These are all white people. Damn. The officers are white. Right, right. The, the script is flipped, right? The homeowners are white. And then just yesterday, down the street I live on, but thankfully a mile and a half away, uh, another white kid who's 18 just randomly had three different kinds of guns and decided to just randomly shoot. These stuff in our community. Yeah. So if you look at Farmington, New Mexico, you'll see all the the crazy yeah and Ooh. it's it's like white on white i'm like what the, right now i don't mind being a minority right now because it is crazy but except for the crazy yeah it's, even the way i'm talking it's so you know what i mean people will be shocked but i'm just like this has just been a crazy town since i was little that i'm i'm not even shocked anymore i feel you know i don't even know but anyway that's how that's how spoiled it's crazy i didn't think kids. stuff like that yeah. was happening oh yeah it, yeah. it gets crazier yeah, when you true. live amongst white people. I'm, I hate to say that because because they've been raised by that mentality and they hear it every day and they get triggered, you know? So they figure once they turn 18, they're going to act on whatever when well, they get too much stress. But yeah. Anyway. I mean, I, I tell anybody there's a lot of white on white crime. They, it's just not televised and it's, no. da- it's damn sure not known because. Um, 
the media has not said it. I'd be glad when podcasts are going to a particular type of year to where we'd be able to have news reporters out here on the streets reporting the good and the bad and definitely not holding it back for white people. Exactly. Exactly. They're going to be calling us the news snitches. Yeah. But watch that video, though. Go look up Farmington, New Mexico, and look at the video with the police officer. And then, of course, this one will probably, the one that had the incident happening yesterday will probably over, over, kind of overshadow that one. Maybe that's the whole, you know, you know, there's conspiracies sometimes. Maybe they were trying to overshadow that situation. But look at that crazy ass video. And it will shock the hell out of you with the police police officers. But anyway, okay. that's all. Thank you. All Thank right. You, well, you guys have a good day. All um, right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Shizma all the way from New Mexico, y'all. She's giving us news on what's going sure, on with crazy sure. white boys in uh, her, her her neighboring area. Um, so, it, so you think uh, for for white kids, I think that that may be a, a truth, right? Do you think that's some truth for black kids too? That being spoiled make them act out like that? Yes, I think that's for any child, any and every child. The more spoiled they are, the more they will act up. Yeah. People call me spoiled, right? And then another guy was spoiled on our block. Yeah. I'm like, I don't act nothing like him. You feel me? My mama used to be like, if you ever like <laughs> act like that, I knock your punk ass out. I'm like, why well, I gotta be a punk? She like, I'm just saying, you act like that, you'll be a punk ass knocked out. And um, my mother really, my mother really gave me some real nuggets to live by on how to treat people, react to people, um, how not to let people live in my head for free. Always make them pay if they got the if they got the nerves to stay, they got the nerve to pay. Period. Um, don't let people get. That's, <laughs> <laughs> don't let people just. Say any, it's like it's a lot of people talk behind my back. I, I normally treat them gold like golden. So, like, I had a person who used to dog me all the time. I put them on the front cover of my magazine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so when he did, he was, so when his friends started seeing this boy, called me like, Hey man, I thought you and old boy wasn't cool. I said, Who told you that? <laughs> Shit, the way he dog you, maybe I said, He be dogging me. Man, I thought, man, he said, man, you, I thought, man, okay. And next, you know, he get front row by his boys, and his boys become my boys. Boom. Um, <laughs> it's, it's all about che- chess, not checkers. And, I, go ahead. Kim. I think it's a thin line, though. Like between getting, like you getting spoiled and experiencing too much violence. I think it's a, it's, I think it's a thin Ooh. line because. And when I say violence, I just mean it's it's some kids who be getting their ass whooped and they take that violence and they, they react in violence in every situation. And then well, that's, that's a fucked up situation to be in too, though. Well, definitely. And I think that nine times out of ten, those people are not because of their parents. It's because somebody else is abusing them. I don't think because their parents. Oh, a, okay. a, a child loves to be disciplined. You know what I mean? A child take discipline as a form of love. Whether it's good or bad, I mean, I hate to say it, but like dogs, you be like the dog, you'll beat the shit out of a dog, and then let let somebody try to attack you. That dog gonna be like, okay, fuck that ass with me. Let's right. give up. You know what I mean? Like what DMX said. You feel me? Yeah. Um, a child would do the same. You could whip a child ass. He gonna crawl right in your lap and just and just like cuddle up and be like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? But um, or or try to kill you when they get grown. 
No, with that, you know, a lot of times that ass whooping has saved a lot of men and women in their life. You know, made them aware of certain things in life. No, I, I really want to believe that. Yeah. I want to believe that. Yeah. But I feel like it's some lost causes too that that we thought was the that right not, amount of discipline and not, it turned them into fucking animals. I don't think it's discipline to turn them animals. I think it's the the beatings, like a real beating. Like you had some, you you had some um, people who hit their sons in the hand with a mallet. You know what I mean? And not not to break damn. it or, but just to hurt it and. and and so after a while, you know, that, that person who's 30 years old can't know how to use the two of his fingers. You know what I mean? So he's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you got, you got, you got a nerve and tissue damage in that finger. And how did that happen? He'd be like, right. oh, damn, dad. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I can see how something like that. But an average ass whooping, uh, I don't think that would make somebody turn into a mean person. However, you do have some kids that used to really get tortured, like um, tied to a chair. Um, um, I had a friend of mine, his father was in the military, and he used to basically torture his son. So his son went in the military. He became a Navy SEAL. First of all, wait a minute. I'm mad that you laughing, though. I mean, because because the way he would describe it, so some days he got, like, yeah, man, my dad think I'm in, in, in the basement. Man, fuck him, man. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. Who? Hey. I'm like, what? What you mean? He tied me up. I chew my way out. And I'm like, man, chew. Come on, man. Dude, won't you? What's wrong with your dad? You know what I mean? You, 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 you in the state with us? My mom like, hell no. All that little bastard ain't coming over here. My, my mother called the police on his daddy like twice. Cause um, the boy had like yeah. um, cut marks on his foot. Um, they barely was able to heal, and my mother called um, the, the people on him, and he came over to try to cuss my mother out. Yeah. My, my mother was like, "Okay, don't just don't try to open my door. I'm gonna shoot the shit out of you." And my mother and him had like a standoff. Oh, got PTSD. No, he got more than PTSD. He got PPUSSY. Uh, cause that's what he is. Um, any <laughs> PPUSSY is because any man who who tried to basically torture his child because you gotta remember most of these guys who've been into the military they they're very intelligent after a while. You know what I mean? And they they go to war. They've been in war. They've been in certain situations, and they try to treat their family like that. And some families are like, hold on. You ain't in no army now, right now, pops. Cut that shit out. You feel me? So, you know. I mean, they programmed. Definitely. Bad. They hardwired at that. They hardwired in. Hell yeah, that's a rough thing. And yep. then it's supposed to come back to civilization and be normal. That's, I don't understand how that's even expected. Well, that's America. That's Especially America. when you've been in it, right? The, the home of capitalism. The of America. There you go. <laughs> so, right. We had to really think sure. about. It. Hey, we about to go to a video queue. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all, who checking us out? We'll be right back. We're going to a video right now. Our producer is on the cut, and we say what? What? I did a remix. 
many times if a black man does not have money to give us, we won't even let him see his children. We won't let him spend any time with it because he does not give us whatever the child support is. And I'm not saying that we don't need money to raise a child, but I try to explain to black women that raising a child consists of much more than feeding, clothing, and sheltering it. That's maintaining one. To raise one, you need a return of the parental coalition of the father and the mother to put the proper values into the child. Uh, many of our boys... Uh, when we raise them alone, uh, they grow up with the female emotional mechanism. Uh, they are, are suspicious. They are doubtful. They are disrespectful of womanhood. They are bitchy. They can't make a decision. And many of our girls who grow up in a home where there's no man present, they go out into the world and try to mate. They don't have any idea how to live with a man day to day, how to prepare a proper meal, how to be a mother, how to just be in love in the home. Uh, most of what our people and our children especially have learned about uh, how you have a relationship, they learned off of television. Yeah. She had a good point. It's kind of just what you were saying. Yeah. Except, that, except it's social media now. So. Yeah. But at the same time, what I have to really realize is that I'm going to have to stop eating sugar. I'm sitting up here, it was crashing while the commercial was going on. Okay. Um, it's crashing. It, crashing. I was crashing. Falling asleep. Oh, I thought you said it's crashing. <laughs> That'd be sugar. messed up. Coming down yeah. off a of sugar rush, man. Um, I only had a cup of coffee. It's crazy. It's just my body. Yeah. Is t- my body is telling me no, but my body, my body is telling me yes. You too soon. Yeah, you're not gonna use R. Kelly in that. Okay. Anyway, dog, back to the video. I don't see nothing wrong. Um. Anyway. The video, yeah, she was. I mean, she that corny as hell this morning. As hell, and I'm sleepy too. All of a sudden, um, you know what? Q, I do have a question. But you being raised in the area you've been raised in, the four four eight two zero five, has been known as a poverty stricken, illiterate, violent portion of the city. And after meeting you and knowing a few other people, I'm like, how do how do they come up with that narrative? Is it because of the single? Um, it's a, you know, isn't it's yeah? It's a it's a numbers game. Like it's it's a few of us that that made it, um, and it's a whole lot that that did not. I mean, it's a it's a school system that was, um, I, I'm just gonna call it the whole system is kind of fucked up. But the schools yes. in, in our neighborhood were kind of neglected. You know what I'm saying? So those same those same kids turn into adults, and those those kids who had kids got those same kids and was raising them the same way so um to be honest i think i I got lucky right because the surrounding my surrounding area like street just a a block or two over it's like it's like a whole different world it's a war zone neighborhood but it almost feel like we not yeah it's like a war zone yeah um and it's it's fucked up you know i i talk about it you know what i'm saying like i i definitely love where i'm from but i i'll be I'd be lying if I told you that it's it's a great place. Like shit, we we transcend it, but I mean, by the grace of God, I guess I say. By the grace and glory of God, um, uh, four eight two zero. I think you need. I think there need to be a four eight two zero five Pride Week, and I ain't talking about the um sexual or the LGBT. I, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think 
48205 do not get their proper due of the entrepreneurs that's in the in the area to have barbershops, to have restaurants, to have beauty yeah. salons, they have mm-hmm. different businesses over there. I think the glorification or the the demortalization of your area um is 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 uncalled for. I'm glad you stand for your side of your town. I'm glad you speak about the east side. East side is a lovely part of our city. Um, West side is a lovely part of our city. I'm just be glad when we get out of the east versus west Highland Park bullshit. Um, Who got this and who got that? The truth is, east side got money, west side got money, and Highland Park got some of the biggest houses naturally built from the ground up. So, uh, right? Yeah, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, Yeah. I, I peep. Highland Park, Highland Park was one of the richest cities. People got to remember, Henry Ford didn't start in Dearborn. He started right there off of Woodward, right. baby. That's why the yeah, T, the sure. T, the T model, I mean, Model T. The Model T, uh, the Model T plant. Model T is, Plaza, yeah. Yeah, it's right there. That's where they built the first Ford vehicle. So, I mean, we got to yeah. really, uh, something else um, they didn't know about Highland Park. Highland Park was one of the first porn cities in America. Did you know that? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Highland Park. Yeah, Highland Park. So, Q, let's just, hey, y'all, if y'all watching this, I just need for y'all to close your eyes. Just real quick, and I'm going to close my eyes. Imagine this. One car, first car, first freeway, first highway, right? Where was it located? Right there in Highland Park. Uh, I don't know. Is that, oh, the first freeway was what? Davidson? Davidson, Highland Park. Yeah. You know the first highway, right? Yeah. What is okay. it? He just said, yeah. What was the first highway? Oh, no, I thought, no, I thought, no, I thought Davidson was the first highway. No. No, Davidson was the first oh, freeway. Davidson was the first freeway. Oh, it's a difference. You're right. I don't know. I don't know what Wood- the first highway was. Woodward. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's why Woodward is one. Oh, shit, right. Right. <laughs> Dan Davidson is oh, one, so. So we all the ones right. right there in Highland Park. So we got to really think about how flourishing Highland Park was. See the aftermath, yeah. and you can always tell how much a city flourished by how it looks now, because it don't start with poverty. It never starts. You can't build right. nothing with poverty. You feel me? So oh, yeah, right, nothing ever started from poverty, right? Right. So so you look at all them hotels, those on Woodward and all that Highland Park, man. Highland Park had one of the first um, buildings with underground um, parking construction. So we got really, man, it's this. I pour you to move around and shit. Yeah. Shout out to you Highland move Park. Around above ground and shit. Right, there you go. Yeah. So there you go. So the people don't That's know crazy. that. I hadn't even thought about all that stuff. Yeah, man. Detroit or oh, in Highland Parkers and, and us around there, we are great people. We are great, beautiful people. We are people. Who have lasted through a lot of things, man. Made it through a lot of things, um, and I bear I have bear witness to a lot of people winning without being wealthy. 
Um, and with them, with that mindset though, when you're dealing with parenting versus not, it's, it's just all mindset. I think I think kids still need to get their ass whooped until a certain age. I believe I think I think punishment I think punishment should be I think punishment should be greatly um enforced with not but not physical but punishment as far as um disciplining them off of electronics. Um no no pot I think you know you had to be grown as hell to drink pot back then. You know what I mean? Like you want Coca Cola. Yeah. You ain't getting no goddamn Coca-Cola right. because Coca-Cola and Pepsi used to represent you must smoke cigarettes or something. You feel me? And, Coca- and Coca-Cola back then actually had cocaine in it, so that's crazy. Uh, a pack of Cools and a Pepsi. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's how Fago people got to understand. Fago made a come up because people didn't even, when they came out with that cola, oh, baby, the marketing plan on that cola was incredible. You, you kid like, I can have Fago? I got a cola. It ain't Coca Cola, but it's a cola. And cola, man, Fago right. when they when, when Fago bought out that cola, I swear to God, Fago had to increase their 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 sales ten times, fifteen times fold. Because I know in my I school, I don't even remember the inception of these things, huh? What you say? I don't even remember the beginning of these things. Like you they don't? just always existed. Oh right! Like, hold on, uh, it's just I'm, like they I'm, always existed. Uh, you know what always existed to me? Them goddamn corn chips, them hot corn chips with the devil on it. <laughs> the devil on them. <laughs> yeah, them always existed. You like, you know, what would you do without them? Right. Um, Where did that shit come from? <laughs> I remember. I remember when. I remember the first time I tasted better made hot chips. I was like, "What the hell is hot chips?" I had the barbecue. We had the barbecue, but we went to gym. You remember Jim used to sell all the goodies. You remember your gym class used to sell all the goodies. The lunchroom didn't even have shit. You know what I mean? People were like, "I wait to go to gym." Right. We you we got the Fago pop. You know what I mean? And the chips. They were like, and then then the sour creams yeah, came yeah. out. They were like, "What you want? Plain barbecue or sour cream?" Sour cream. <laughs> what the hell? Sour cream. So, hey, y'all. So, this is all about yeah, parenting. Yeah, we old as hell. Right, but we talking about parenting, right? So, we have to remember, our parents let us grow. Our parents let us try things. And we was able to bring things to our parents. Like, Mama, bet you never had no uh, orange and peach pop. She was like, what? Yeah, that's terrible. That was good. The orange and peach pop was the bomb. Sit there. So, do you remember when Fago? Remember Fago came in glass bottles? Hell yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, the first yeah, time I remember I was, that. The first time I seen somebody get beat up, he got hit in the head with a Fago bottle. <laughs> the first adult fight I seen was with a Fago bottle. You heard that boy go dunk. I was like, oh, dunk. They was thin. No joke. Like no. The, Anna, Anna had glass bottles too, but they was thin as hell. Like they yeah. would break. Break. You, you just nicking on the table. That should have break. Yeah. I, I done broke so many Fanta um, uh, pops. It was ridiculous. My mama said, "Don't put that goddamn thing on my yeah. table." I'm like, "Mama, I'm not. It's not going." She's like, "That's what the fuck I'm talking about." Right. I was like, that's "Oh, just, sorry, sorry, mama, sorry, my that's ass." Fango, nigga. It's all right. Like, She's like, sorry, I'm sorry, my ass. You gonna get this shit up? Um, shout out. Can you imagine though, like, 
Could you imagine that shit though? Shit, all that glass we used to have. Man, not nowadays. Act now. Not nowadays. No, yeah, I, I can't even do it. I couldn't even do it because I can't imagine people. Well, yes, I can because I can understand people probably be more disciplined. I do believe that more people would be disciplined if they had the things that we had to be disciplined for. Does yeah. that make sense? I kind of, I, I kind of believe. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I, I think, but it's yeah. like it's not something I want to necessarily try. <laughs> but right, not at all. I think it might have been true. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't like, want to do that experiment. Well, well, I know for sure, like. These kids haven't even um, began to experiment. They don't even eat, like the candies. They still got the candies that we had when we was little. Starburst ain't come out with no new Starburst. No, you know what I mean? Reese right. Cups is come, Reese come out with anything. Reese Cup had dog food. Reese Cups just for dogs. That shit was the grossest shit I ever seen in my life. And I'm just saying that. Are you serious? Yes. Um. Yeah. Because dogs like a lot of dogs like peanut. Dogs like peanut butter. Um, peanut butter. Yes, Damn. and um, and they had some, you know, anyway. So what I'm saying is they never had the experience. Like, ooh, remember we were like, ooh, we can't wait till that new Snickers come out. Ooh, I can't wait till Kudos come out right. with the new flavor. They don't even do that shit here. I mean, the Kudos. Yeah, remember the Kudos? Oh, baby. <laughs> kudos. Yeah, I remember that shit. That's the, that was the beginning. That was the beginning of That's when breakfast bars start coming out right after Kudos. They're like, hold on, you mean to tell me they eat that? We gonna make something to call it a breakfast bar. Um, remember when gran- when granolas first came out and people were like that tastes like wood. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they like right. shit tastes like wood. Nah, now nah, I fucking love granola. I love granola bars, bro. Um, I fucking love that shit. Now. And look, remember ice cream was a thing. We used to be like, oh, I bet you never had the chocolate banana bomb pop. I bet you never had the tropical. Ban- yeah. I bet you never had the tropical all American bomb pop. They had like twenty different bomb pops. You go to the ice cream truck. Now they got three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see that? They're like, right. <sighs> we we push up. Ain't nothing new though. But we hey, look, hey, look, these kids never even witnessed the push up though. No. The, the push up. The they push-up. don't make them no more. They make them, but they, they they basically for children. I mean, they just make them kitty size. You know what I mean? Back in the day, we used like to have them boys. Size, yeah. yeah. You know, a box of them boys was heavy. <laughs> you like now you pick yeah, it up yeah. like damn, they they they, they are push up uh, yogurt pops and shit. Which yeah, is like, I guess maybe we too grown for that shit. I guess. Say that one more time. Oh yeah, everything decreased. I mean, remember you used to be able to, uh, and this is all about still about parenting, and it's just showing you the the, yeah. the broadness about parenting, about how our parents let us. Um, um, explore and walk to the store. I know a kid who never took the bus. Yeah, that's retarded. That's never sad. In never in life. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I know Man, kids get right. dropped off at school who never caught the bus. And guess what? If their mama can't take them yeah. or daddy can't take them, they don't go to school. They don't go? No. Yeah, no, come on, bro. No, I'm being honest with you. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, well, in this day and age, I can see that happening. Why? It's nothing. No, from back in our day, I can't see it. No, I mean, nothing. Nothing never really changed in life. The only thing that changed was the way information was transformed. Hey, y'all, guess what? You already well, know. Just, what, what's what's about to say, Q? Oh, nothing. I was just going to say, I, I think it's a little different now just because the way people move to areas that's not 
Like, you can't take the bus nowhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got areas where you got to get dropped off. But that's their problem. People move out to. Here's what I learned, Q. Yeah. People move out of their area, have their children go to a school in a suburban area, and then worry how worry about how their taxes getting raised, and worry about the people in the neighborhood. You, you people learn the neighborhood through their children. Their children play with people, yeah. play with other children that went to the schools they went to, and they was able to get to know these kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew. I ain't gonna lie. I used to pee in the bed, so. My friends be like, hey, mom, um, PD coming over. We're not going to take a nap because he pee in the bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was like, huh? I, and he didn't know I was standing right there. He you shit. You know, like, he I'm right here. I, I said, like, I, really, he said, he said I know you. I knew he said, I, I knew you was nearby, but you pee in the bed, so I want you to pee on my mama couch. So we're not going to take a nap. I'm like, okay, you know what? You're right, you bastard. Give me that bologna sandwich. Um <laughs> And shout out to everybody who cook, who made their bologna sandwiches with mayonnaise on one piece of the bread and mustard on the other. Shout out to them with the real sandwiches of America. Uh, we're about to go to our um, correspondent in Atlanta right now, our entertainment correspondent, Michelle. Oh, my God. We'll be right back. Hey. Hey. Oh, my God. 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 Hey. Oh my God. Oh my, oh my God, hey. oh my God, hey. oh my God, oh my, oh my God, hey. oh my God. What's up, everybody? It's your girl Shay. Oh my God, with your entertainment news for the Rise and Grind Morning Show. Make sure you check them out on simplypodcasting.com, and of course, they are there Monday through Friday from nine to ten a.m. And yours truly, check me out. S H A Y O M Y G O D. I am on all your social media platforms, so go check me out. I'll be right there for you. We're going to get right into the news. Now, did y'all hear that California may have a respiration, a reparations, let me say that that way, a reparations task force? Well, apparently they do. Now, this task force right now is banding together and coming up with all of their material and everything they need to turn into the, um, the lawmakers of that state, so that way they'll be able to play pay every black family or every black person that can um, trace their heritage back to slavery um, and that's been sold or bought or what have you. Um, and if they can approve that, then they can win up to $1.2 million uh, for that, for the, um, uh, for the reparations. Now, I'm all here for it, but they got until July 1st, apparently, to turn in all the paperwork and submit it to the committee. And from there, the state lawmakers have to vote on it. Now, I must tell you that the mayor uh, of that state, Mayor Garvin Newsom, of course, he's not of African-American descent. He doesn't approve of it. Are you shocked? I'm not shocked. But he doesn't approve of it. So I'm going to keep my ears and eyes open to it because apparently I need to move from Georgia to California. And I need to uh, call my, you know, heritage people or, or you know, do one of them, uh, you know, DNA reports on myself so I can find out if I have anybody that's been uh, bought or sold down my line. And I'm sure I do. <laughs> But we're going to keep our ears and eyes open to this, okay? The lawmakers out there in California doing your thing or, or either the panel and the uh, company or or a group of people that's doing this, kudos to you because it's, it's about doggone time. So, but if, if they do that, the $1.2 million for, per person, they could reach an, or, or exceed 
800 billion and that's a lot of money for someone to be paying out so i doubt if they do that but we'll see for it we'll we'll see i'm here for it shout out to missy elliott it's a little bit of old dudes but did you know i knew that she was inducted into the um the uh rock of uh rock and roll hall of fame try to say that real fast rock and roll hall of fame she was inducted but did you know that this was her first year of being um being um that she was uh the word eligible that's the word i'm trying to pick up she was eligible for it and she won it she was able to get it within her first year now eminem was the only other person that was able to do that in that genre um eminem and jay-z and then her but she's the first female so kudos go out to her so um she also been in the business over 25 years but if y'all notice hip-hop is really making a trend um with getting um its accolades so shout out to her and then also she was um also inducted for a performer category just so y'all know so congratulations to her now one of the biggest things that's happening right now that's in the news um for entertainment is so so deaf now apparently um our boy Jermaine Dupree is about to be his 30th year anniversary this year now he's coming up with a so so deaf anniversary festival it's, it's slated to go down September 29th through October 1st I'm excited for it but this is my thing no details yet have been released on where it will be now you know I'm sure it'll be somewhere in Atlanta in Georgia because that's where he's from of course but however I'm here for the music you got to think about how many people Jermaine Dupree and So So Def has produced and the different music they have uh you know from the Brat to Mariah Carey to um Usher and um Criss Cross and Jagged Edge and you know we can go on and on with how much he has done um, and there's some stuff that he probably put his hands on. Janet Jackson, at one point, he produced some things for her. So we can go on and on about Jermaine Dupri and what he's done, but I'm here for that. I'm, I'm very interested in going to that and see what's going on with So So Def. Speaking of So So Def, now, the, apparently the bag is out. The cat is out the bag, if you will. Jay's, not Jay-Z, but Lord, get my words together. Apparently, Diddy and Jermaine Dupri, not Jay-Z, but Jermaine Dupri, Finally, 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 there's a date set for September 8th that they're supposed to be at Madison Square Garden with a versus battle. Now, I don't know is this if this is officially the versus that Swiss Beats and Timberland does, but because neither one of them have confirmed this. But apparently TV One is um, reporting this that Jay's want to say jay-z that jermaine dupree and diddy is is going up against each other now let me tell you something that's going to be one hell of a battle they've been they've been talking about it and taunting it for years um about them um possibly doing one even since September of 2021, they was teasing about it. And I got a report here that um, at one point, Diddy had went on social media and he said, and I quote, JD, if you want that smoke, you can get that smoke anytime. Let's come together and do that bad boy so, so deaf in Atlanta. It ain't no verses. It's just hit for hit. And, du and Dupree replied, and I quote, let's do it, end quote. So it's on. It's supposed to be on, on the, the it's supposed to go down September the 8th at Madison Square Garden. So it's not Atlanta, but it's Madison Square Garden. And it's going down and you heard it here, okay? All right. That's your entertainment news with your girl, Shay. Oh, my God. It's the Rising Ground Morning Show. Back to you in the studios. Have a good day. Yes. Oh, Shay. Oh, my God. She's my Hey, so reparations, though. You think that shit really going to happen? No. No. <laughs> 
There was a video you shit. That? I mean, I would. I mean, who don't want free money? Um, I don't want it like that, though. I don't want the money. Yeah. I would rather for them to say, they fucked up. Add more to our school systems. Add, bring back libraries. Get get some um, mm-hmm. medical, uh, mental health um, facilities and youth centers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather for things to be done in a in a manner that will require people to be accountable. That's the only way things are going to change. Money will never, ever change black people. And that's just the truth. I agree. I agree. 100%. Not by giving it to them. It has to be earned. It has to be knowing why you earned it. And people don't understand... Um, Apple is a culture, right? If you use Apple products, you are a part of a particular type of culture. You expect certain things. And then one thing I love about Apple, it makes you say, why not? Don't tell me shit is not possible. I'm writing a book now called um, Sink or Swim. How swimming builds your character. Most people that cannot swim. Oh, yeah, he was talking about this on the other show. Yeah, people who cannot swim they're more afraid of doing things, trying things. The ability of them to finish or to complete a task is they don't care. They say, well, I tried. No, you did not try, motherfucker. If you was in the swimming pool, you can't say you tried. So, I mean, so I'm just learning, man. I said, I don't know if people remember last year, I said I want to be the Dave Chappelle of podcasting because the truth is Dave Chappelle really don't tell jokes. He talks about experiences and is because every experience you do is humorous. Like, have y'all ever got in the bathroom and you had to you do the number two and you just farted so loud, you're like, damn, and you said it to yourself or you bust out laughing because that shit is funny. But the truth is, life is humorous. Things in life, everything in life be funny. You know what I mean? Like the, the person, like when they said, when people make things about death, some things, at, when people funerals, they always bring up something that's funny. Because like that, you know, they would say, man, shit, auntie was here right now. She'd be laughing. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm got, you know, they know damn well purple ain't my favorite color. So it's just certain things, man, we just have to understand, like, in life, we just have to really just pay attention. As I stated, Apple is a culture. And if black people start realizing that their blackness is a culture, I think we'll be better off. I think the same respect and 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 and, uh, and protection that they use saying I got an iPhone or Android is the same protection they should say that their first and last name is and who they stand for and what they stand for. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you got, you got people who can't tell you Nothing about nothing in life, but they know the next iPad coming out, they know when the next iPhone is coming out because it's a culture. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. But yet and still, again, mm-hmm. I'm writing a book called know, Learn Your Market, Know Your Family, or Know Your Family, Learn Learn Your Market, because mm-hmm. you got people who still cook mm-hmm. I still cook um, all these cakes and pies, and 80% of their family is diabetic. You're not helping. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. So it's like we got to really think. But again, we know when the next iPhone, Samsung, and all that shit is coming out. We know how many megahertz that is. But we can't tell you when the last time Auntie took a, her 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 insulin. 
I mean, it's like a lot of stuff right. we don't we don't even compare with life. And certain and things in life has already set a pathway on how we should run our life. And but we are the group of people that all we're the group of people that be lost and white folks. So blacks and whites be always lost. That's why you see white people going on killing sprees and and doing dumb shit. The reason why you got a a, a two hundred million dollar basketball player, oh excuse me, hundred dollar million, a hundred million dollar, a hundred million dollar basketball basketball player who do dumb shit. How dumb can you really yeah. be? And it's not that it wasn't his upbringing. It, it was his it was his all around bringing. His father is just as ignorant. All so, around bringing. It's all around bringing. So if his daddy ignorant, I, can, I don't even want to see his mama. Because nine times out of ten, yeah. nine times out of ten, if they together, she following him. And that's sad yeah. in the sense of people don't understand. Like, but somebody in the NBA, I'm pretty sure, tried to reach him. I'm pretty sure. I think Shaq said something about him. Shaq the Sugar. I would, I would, I would, I would hope so. They brought us something. They brought his name up to Shaq. Shaq the Sugar said, like, next question. Like, this don't even make no sense. We ain't going about to go there. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's not like he don't have all the examples in the world. On how to live, right? He nah, just that's for sure. He just being that's for sure. that nigga. I Allen Iverson and shown you like okay, NBA will box your ass out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Marbury, he was one of those people. He just he basically left because he just knew he he'd be a better. He'd be more invitations. He was trying to make a better another thing. He was trying to make it better for our own community. And our own community didn't even brace the shoes. Remember those shoes was like ten dollars? The Marberries. Yeah, the Starberries, yeah. Starberries. When I say when I said when I said I had every pair, not because of the price, but they actually was a good shoe. And nobody wanted to get them because the value. And then I think I think really think Shaq really joined well, on well, that was that you can't really you can't really use that one though, because like he came out with him and fucked his ankle up. With the shoes on, so that's how the value got killed. No, he fucked his ankle up because he landed. He landed wrong. You know what I mean? Basketball players wear them expensive shoes. On it. it don't matter. You know what I mean? Them, you know, them niggas. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it, but you know what I mean? Them niggas fuck up their shit. You know what I mean? Niggas fuck their shit up in Jordans because they just came down yeah, wrong. For sure. All day. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the yeah, the, men, sure. the mentality of us, though. That's the mentality of us. Yeah, well, it was probably the time he hurt himself on, like Tino said as well. But the whole thing is, whether he hurt himself with him or not, mm-hmm. but he made them for the community. He did not want a hundred. He didn't want the yeah, forty nah, million. Sure. He did forty million. He better took twenty million dollars in investment. I mean, just like just like Shaq's shoes. Yeah, but but Shaq, I think Shaq did it because me person, me personally, this is not a fact. So I'm telling y'all, this is not a fact. Me personally, I believe Shaq did it because somebody like Starberry did it first. You feel me? Cause like when you the oh, big when you the when you the big man on campus, and the person who came up behind you is trailblazing the way for something like that, you had to say, you know what? I got enough money. I don't really need the money. I think I need to show my love to the people who cannot afford cannot afford a hundred dollar pair of shoes. Yeah, 
However, hey. he did. But that point, that's what I think. That's what started his entrepreneurship right there. Him learning his value, and that's another thing. Hey. No people that I meet in a daily race on a daily basis do not know their value. Like my 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 my, 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 my friend's mother said. Um, Miles, what made you want to be an entrepreneur? I said, because I cannot see somebody paying me for the time of my life. You are paying me to stay in a time on something I don't like, don't love, nothing. So shout out to everybody who had the heart enough to have to have a job to go to and work every single day. I don't have that type of heart. I'm a, I'm a creative, so you can't tell me. <laughs> you ain't got that kind of heart. I don't. I don't have that type of heart because you can't tell me when I can be creative and when I cannot. I know people who are so creative, but they work a nine to five. They work a nine to five, and they have children. So by the time they come home, they didn't, they sixteen hours went by. They poop. They got to go. They going to bed. Painting ain't they thing. Drawing ain't they thing. Making music ain't they thing. Doing they podcast ain't they thing. They need some rest. By the way, shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody who realized that they want to do a podcast right now in this day and age. I'd like to say thank you. And I and I know that uh, podcasting and e block radio has been uh, influences influencers and influencing people for the past past few years, but. Shout out to you. Q. Hey, it's some uh speaking of podcasting, um Adobe has a podcast program. It's in yeah. beta right now. Yeah. But it's a it's an AI program that fixes your, your sound voice to make it sound like it's inside the studio. Yeah, and also yeah. it cuts out the air too. Exactly. That's crazy, yeah. right? AI taking over everything. Well, here's the thing, and I tell people, AI is not taking over. What's happening is People are letting the creativity go to waste. And, and and what's happening is AI will take over when people don't have no creativity. That's why it's important. Like, for me, I know how to draw. So at least once or twice a year, I draw to make sure, like, uh, I can still draw. That's a God-given gift. So yeah. when when people start you taking it, you lose it. Exactly. So when God when people start taking their God given gift and putting it aside for something a man taught you, you are kind of giving giving yourself and God a disservice. It's like it doesn't make sense, you know. So that's just something I got to tell people. Like, and that's another thing with parenting. So parents in our days they gave up their they gave up their dreams so we can live ours, right? The part of now is parents are trying to live their dreams while their child is living theirs, and uh, um, it's, it's, it's a headbutt. It's a headbutt. I got a friend of mine. Uh, he's forty. He's he he want to get into shape now at the age of forty, and his son is a wrestler, and so they're in the gym together. It looks good, right? But now they they competitive. So now the wife is like, they don't want. To, I don't cook like I used to. You know what I mean? They don't eat like I, you know what I mean. So now the wife is like, I don't want to have muscles and shit. I want to live my life. I want to go dancing. I want to do this. I don't want to, you know. I'm not gonna be. She said, I'm not gonna be no fat broad. But I lost my family due a cop due to a, a father and son competition. Really? Okay. So speaking hey, of, I can see how that could happen. 
Hell, oh man, dog. And it, and it, and it gets worse. I'm gonna tell you how it gets worse. Um, real quick, we got to find the Sun Club, but I'm gonna show you how it gets worse right after this. At times when he's going in on our boys, I'll chime in because I feel like he's being a little too rough on them. Well, you don't have to agree with everything he does, but why don't you just stay out the way? Why did you marry your husband? Because I love him. Is he the man you hope your sons will grow up to be? Yes. So why would you stop him from raising them into that? I'm not stopping him. I just feel at times he's a bit harsh with the punishments. He is hard on them because they boys. Undisciplined boys grow up to be undisciplined men. Yes. Undisciplined men end up in the hospital or in a prison or they end up in a grave. That's what happens to undisciplined men. I raised my sons entirely different than I raised them girls because I had to. And they mothers know, let me have these boys. I ain't over here trying to turn the girls into women because I don't know how. But I know about these boys and I know what it takes to be a man. So I got them. Whoop, there it is. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey right. makes sense Don't get no simpler than that. Yeah, don't get no simpler than yeah. that. Yeah, sometimes he don't, but you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, I was going to say, so the, the father and son, they had, um, they always in competition. So they went to the gun range, right? The son has like a nine millimeter Glock, right? And he had another pistol. Why did daddy bring out a Draco and another like Uzi type gun? Just to compete with his son, because his son was like, "Dad, you overdoing it." You know what I mean? He said, "Well, you got, oh, it was he had a, the the automatic weapon that oh, the, the young guy had was an AR-15, but he has an AR-15 because that's what he oh, trained shit. with. That's what he trained with. Right. Um, yeah. He he got hurt in the military at a young age, but that's how he trained, and so right." And so, shout out to people who want to go for special ops. Special ops is is is, is a you, again. You have to be change. Your mentality has to change when you're going in for something. It's called special ops. You can't be a regular Negro going into special ops, person. right? And so, I've learned right. that sometimes uh, people nowadays try to live their son's life or live their daughter's life. You have women trying to dress just like their daughters, and maybe your titty sag down to your ankles, and hers is perky. Let her live her perky life. Quit trying to wear she two. Feel bra- good about herself, though. Right? Quit. No, no, they don't feel good about themselves. They're wearing two bras. You ashamed of you? You know damn well you're supposed to be doing it. You know you got women wearing two bras, a sports bra, and they regular top. You know, be talking. Oh, it's hot in here. I guess so. You strapped up. You strapped up like you're in an insane asylum. So. Something's gotta be in real life. <laughs> you, 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 oh you, shit! You and this bitch about to suffocate yourself. And so I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just being real. Being real. Them like you didn't say this time. Yeah, that's how people doing it. You know, I just don't really understand. That's my phone. Uh, shout out do. to shout out to everybody who's checking us out. Shit, this is about thank you for calling. Talk to Todd. Said, don't ever sing the cue again. You right. My bad. Um. Carmen Evans said this conversation could have been head over a phone. I guess held over a phone. That's Miss Carmen with her Cody education. Hey, Miss Carmen, no, I'm just joking. Miss Carmen got a lot of um uh degrees. She has so many I don't even remember what she told me. Shout out to Detroit Table Talk. It was nominated for the Detroit Choice Awards. 
Uh, so Ms. Carmen got a masquerade ball coming up. Um, get, check out um, Detroit Table Talk. Um, call Ms. Carmen Evans, she's she has always been a supporter, wanted to become a um, team player on the podcasting team. Don't forget this yeah. August, the Potskers. The Potskers is coming up. Hosted by our very own Dr. Sabrina Jackson, Charlie Langton. Um, in case you don't know, spread the word. Um, put it in the box. Get yourself nominated. Go to www.thepotskers.com. That's P-O-D-S-C-A-R-S.com. The Potskers. And then scroll down um, and hit nominate your podcast. Um, next week, you will see the, a lot of different changes on the website. Uh, we got new sponsors that's coming to board. I'd like to say shout out to my sponsors, but only then. Uh, maybe we get E Block in there, um, be a sponsor. Why'd you smile? Okay. Okay, he just said okay. He ain't smiling. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's a shout out to Mark Pratt. Good morning, Richard Heath. Good morning, Richard Heath. Got a show on podcasting as well called Falling with Rich. Also, my man Mark Pratt got a new uh, got a new podcast too, y'all. Eight o'clock on Saturdays. You know, it's, it's, um, I, I'm, I'm going to say the name. I hope I get it right. Um, from from one hole to another is the name of his podcast. From one hole. Hold on, what? From one hole to another. For real? For real. Podcast. And, it, and, and look, when I tell you it's very interesting in the conversations, it was kind of, it's kind of, it's definitely uh, funny. I can imagine. Oh, and shout out to somebody else who yes. just um came aboard on the podcasting family. Dez Cortez got a show every Sunday at 10 p.m. called Mentally Ill with Dez Cortez. So if y'all can't oh, go, yeah. to, if you want to check out the past shows, go to streamcasting.com and his show going to pop right on up. Um, Mentally Ill with Dez Cortez. From one hole to another, um, be on stream casting um, this this coming week. So, yeah, that's it, y'all. I mean, far as that end, I just wanted to say. But um, parental, um, parental from back then and now. One thing back 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 then, we <sighs> parents knew that we have to trust that they have to trust us. Now we don't trust our kids. The first thing is that, no, nah, I'm going to take you because I don't trust you. We're, we're, this generation is probably the most lackluster for trusting their children. And they say that because they knew how they were as a child. And they know that they didn't instill their child with the proper training information to survive. Outside of a gate. Remember, when yeah. I know... I know people will be messed up when they're like, hey, you can't go no further than next door and no further than the corner. But you live on a corner house. Something <laughs> seriously wrong. We can't go outside. Right. <laughs> so, and then, so it's it's like we have to really understand. We, we take away our children's um, coping uh, mechanisms in a sense to where knowing direction, they you know what I mean? Whether you're on the north, east, south, south, or west side of the house. I think um, parents, um, remember, you used to be like, hey, man, 
I'm on I'm on eight mile. Where I'm on the south side of eight mile. You like motherfucker? You buy the McDonald's or the Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yeah, that's what I need to know because that's because that, we, we barely knew our signs. You know what I mean? But back in the day, when coming up, like like my my mother's mother and father probably said, go 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 down, go go east. You know what I mean? And head this way and do this and do that. Shit, tell the child go east right now. He be looking at you like. Shh. Is that to my right or left? <laughs> you got to at least know east and west, though. I, 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 I'm willing to bet right now you would never find a 13-year-old person to know the east and the west. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. That's, that's shameful. It's saying, you know what? And, that, get, that's, and that's our fault as parents, though, bro. Yeah, and the only way a person going to know is if they're in the Girl Scouts or the Boy Scouts. Other than that, and I ain't seen a Boy Scout in over 20, 29 years. Right. <laughs> right. And look, instead of. All the right, Boy Scouts, I know old niggas. Yeah. All right, y'all. Um, I don't think I had time. I don't think I made this to 11 o'clock, but hopefully, if I can make this to 11 o'clock, I think we might have something going on. But uh, let's see. Did it hang up? Did it cut off? Did it cut off? We are, we are, re- we are reimbursed, though. The telecom. Uh, no, we always going to eleven o'clock, except for eleven o'clock. Okay, so Q. Let's we we we'll end it. We're gonna say we're gonna say back then or now. What was better in life? I must say, hold on, huh? What's better in life? Now go ahead. In tr- as far as transportation in the city. Back then or now? Uh, like as far as city transportation or just yeah. transportation? Period. City transportation. Oh, uh, I'm gonna say now. I'm gonna say now only because uh, back in the day, at least, and see, and this might just be because I didn't know no better. But back in the day, I felt like it was just D dot. It was just like the uh, Detroit. Uh, transportation, but like now, at least you got you got the D dot and you got smart, um, so you got a combination of both, so you can get in and around the city and outside out of the city. Right. I don't think back in the day we was able to like move around like that. No, they had smart. So I think they, it's a little more connected now. They smart definitely have more stops and spots right now. You know, spots. Yeah, you sure. know, yeah. Um, I haven't seen a um a bus on the freeway but, but in a mighty long time. Up, it's definitely fucked up. Um, so let's put it like this. Was it, what about better made potato chips back then or now? Man, back then, because now they put two chips in a fucking bag. <laughs> Sick of that shit. <laughs> two fucking chips in the bag, bro. Um. What about Doritos back then or now? Uh, I, I fuck with Doritos the whole way around, so I don't know. I, I still love them the same. Okay. Other than the fact that they don't put enough in the bag. I mean, that's that's across the board, though. Remember the cheese puffs that used to come in the can, the little round cheese puffs? Remember those? <laughs> Hell yeah. Those are the bomb. Yeah. And look, Chantel was like, no, nah, I don't remember that. I don't get it. But anyway. um, Man, we old. We definitely owe. So, 
Remember there was only one one thing. Remember, wait a minute, sunflower seeds. Wait a minute, David's, David's cars. What the fuck is that? David, the brand, David's. I ain't hear that. Okay, you ain't eat sunflower seeds. Was nah, the, not really. The reason the reason cars was better for me because it's from Detroit. I was always like a home person. Like anything that's from Michigan or Detroit, I ate. That's what I ate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I, uh, my family yeah, come from Philly. Is the only one I remember. Right, but Davis was Davis was the first I one we was probably ever introduced to because they was the ones with the big sunflower and the seeds is in the inside to make it look like a sunflower. See, anyway, anyway, but uh, <laughs> great marketing. Yeah, great marketing, but. I like Davis now because Davis got the biggest sunflower seeds. But I like the off-brand of Davis called Big. You know what I mean? Those are the big sunflower seeds. And they always have this, like, roasted type of thing going on. So I like those. So back then with sex, what about sex? Better back then or now? <laughs> Shit, now because I'm getting more of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what's up. Um, McDonald's milkshakes <laughs> back then or now? You know what, dog? I'm gonna tell you some shit you might not even believe, dog. I ain't never had a milkshake from McDonald's. Get the ever. fuck out of here. You missed out now, on life. Back in the day, you know where we used to get our milkshake from? Where? We used to get our shit from Arby's. Oh, Arby's had some dog ass milkshakes. Yeah. You don't got the best milkshakes oh, right now. Who got the best milkshakes right now? Is Savvy's. Oh, Sonic's by far. But in the hood, Savvy Sliders. Savvy Sliders got the best milkshakes. Man, don't get that strawberry boy. That strawberry boy. That chocolate boy. Ooh-wee. That strawberry boy. Um, Before we get out of here, I just want to know, what was your most memorable moment of of your of a parenting moment with your father and your mother? Um, like both at the same time, or just two separate, two separate incidents. I only can think about um, separate incidents. I think the, my mom and my daddy weren't together, so go. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, with my with my old man, I think honestly, I didn't have no. Uh, it was just crazy because I grew up in a two parent home, but I didn't have no real parenting moments until I became an adult, and wow. that was uh, I'm gonna say when. I went to uh, New York to do my uh, internship with Black Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember he was just, uh, it was a moment that we actually had a conversation where he was just telling me about, you know what I'm saying, being being a man and making decisions on my own and how I was going to be out in New York, you know what I'm saying, just basically happened to film for myself. And this was the first time that we'd actually had a parenting moment with my old man, which is crazy because, again, I – People take that for granted. Like, I, of course, I enjoy having both parents in the household, but I never had one of those fathers that was like one, of, you know, real hands on. He was just a, a, a provider type thing. Right. Like he I, was there. He I was really there. didn't even get to know my dad until I became an adult. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So even though we, we stayed in the same house, I didn't know him for real. And, he, I, and I don't think he knew me for real until, you know, we I got old. But uh, mm. with my mom, it was just it was several moments though but like we would we would actually go out uh once i started driving because she didn't drive so we would just go out to lunch or or breakfast or whatever and we would just have those moments those teachable you know parenting moments 
And even though, uh, you know, coming from a mom, she still instilled some things that were, you know, masculine enough for me to accept and use in everyday life. So we had plenty of those situations just because we spent a lot of time together. But like with my dad, I think it's, it's a lot of times that it sounds weird because uh, because I grew up in the two-family household, but I really didn't have parenting moments with the old man until I became an adult. That's dope. Um, I would want, I would say this with my with my with my dad. Me and him didn't get along, but one of my most memorable moments, he said, "He said, son, whatever you do, because I'm about to get on the airplane. I was going to Philadelphia. My mother was already there, so my dad had to take me because uh, I had to do school. So, and you know, I don't even remember the day. I don't even remember him picking me up to, from school. I just remember him just taking me, taking me to the airport. He said, "I'm gonna tell you what, son. Whatever you do, whatever you do, don't you ever eat no pussy." The fuck up, man. No, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. This that day you started and never looked look, back. No, I, I I wanted to tell him he was too late. Um. Oh, you <laughs> I wanted to tell him he's too late. He said, "Cause I'm telling you, son, that motherfucker bleed." I'm like, "I said, Dad, I'm 15." He said, "I know. I'm just letting you know." I was like, "He said that motherfucker bleed, and these motherfuckers crazy." I said, "Okay." And then I was on the airplane. I was like, "Damn, I'm letting my daddy down." <laughs> And um, when I came back, when I came back from Philly, he um said, "It's time you need to start learning to shoot a gun." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah." I shot the gun. Then he gave me a twelve gauge. At that point, I never wanted to shoot a gun again. Uh, <laughs> then they blew my goddamn head off, man. Man, it, it messed my. It hit me. It hit me in my um, like below my hip. I mean, right above my hip, my 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 hip bone. And yeah. I said, man, why people? I didn't understand why people want to shoot. And then I got that handgun, and yeah. I fell in love with guns that day. But I think my dad. I would say this, and I say it publicly. This is the first time I ever said. I think my dad for telling me what to look out for. As a man, and he was, he was the first person to tell me to control my sexuality and be disciplined. And he didn't say, "Oh, you wind up being like how I am." He just said, "If I had a chance to do it over, your ass wouldn't be here." <laughs> but he was giving me a chance. He was basically just telling me. He was basically telling me to be disciplined as a man and don't try to throw my seed everywhere. And um, and I appreciate that because every time people ask me, what would you tell the old, sure. the younger you? Don't have sex before you get married because sex is a whole nother beast. That there's no book. There's it's not in the Bible. It's not in the Holy Quran. It's not in the Book of Torah. It's not in no book. It explains what a man gonna go through when he uh, releases his his first seed. And there's no book that prepares him for it. Nothing. And, and parenting back then, they used to always 
yeah, parenting used to always tell our fathers we used to tell us in a slick way, like, boy, when my daddy never said soil your oats. My mama never said doing that. <coughs> Actually, my mother said, before you start having sex, son, let me know. Yeah. My daddy also said, he said, um, yeah. he said, before you do things, because I used to tell my cousin stuff, my cousin would tell my dad, and my dad would come to me and say, don't be sticking your fingers in places that don't belong. And I used to be like, man, <laughs> he, he late again. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. But I was I used to be like, you know, I used to tell, no, my, I used to. <laughs> I used to tell my I used to tell my cousin how I used to put my hands on this girl that was in my class. There's two girls. They sat on each side of me and they let me fondle them. And they'll fondle me. We was like five years old, six years old. We, we, we fondled each other all we got to all we till we got up to third grade, and then uh, one of my yeah. one of the girls said, "My daddy said you can't do that no more." I said, "What?" <laughs> I said, "Okay, I quit. I, I, I quit. I don't want nobody, daddy, or nothing." Right. And then I wonder why her brother beat me up the Hell next nah. day. <laughs> her brother beat my ass the next day, and he ain't say nothing. He just he, he just came up to me in school and just started wailing on me. Yeah, well, it's fine. Well, we, we, back then we looked like we were just playing with each other, you know what I mean? And then my finger always stank, and I right. never understand. I ain't know, other, right? I know if it was one in the pink or one in the stink or both of them. I didn't know. But uh, I ain't want to smell it no more. I just did it, and I didn't smell my fingers no more. Um, <laughs> but my daddy, used to, my, my daddy, truthfully, swear to God, he gave yeah. me some good game as a man about being disciplined. He, he prayed that um, whatever I do, do my best to be responsible upon any woman that come in my life because he really, yeah. he really, really loved my mother. So um, that's why I have respect for women to this day. I might say the word bitch or whatever. That's because I'm older, but back then you couldn't pay me to say bitch to a woman or nothing or even cuss out a female raise me. I don't raise my voice at women or nothing like that. You have to really make yeah. me mad. Now, my most memorable moment with my mama. Right. Different story, but it's sad still. Yeah. Um, my mother said, my mother said, Petey, I got some bad news. She told me about her having cancer. And, um, she, we started talking and she was like, if I don't make it, you're going to be okay. And if I do make it, you're going to be okay. So there's no way to get out of either or, you know what I mean? She said, so. Right. We about to have this drink. <laughs> and that's the first time I got to drink with my mama. I took a shot with my mama. And um yeah. she but she gave me yeah. milk and scotch. It was scotch and milk. Well she had straight scotch. It was J and B. It was J and B. And uh yeah. You remember J and B you know J and B? It's J B. Yeah, yeah, the J-B. green bottle, the yellow label. I there you go. It's the yeah, green bottle with the green label. Um, and so my mother gave me game and she said, if I was to pass on, what would you want to do? I said, my music. She said, if I'm here, what would you want to do? I said, my music. And she never told me I couldn't or that's stupid or that's crazy. So (laughs) parenting back then was more encouraging than parenting now. Parents and now be like, yeah. you want to go to college? Oh my God, why not? 
Mama, because I don't want to be in debt. Shit, we'll both be in debt. Parents be like, hold on, wait a minute, we both be in debt. <laughs> but parents, right, parents, exactly. parents are so forceful on, on trying to live what they used to do or supposed to do in their life. They supposed to have graduated from beauty school. They supposed to graduate from college. They supposed to did a lot of shit, and then they put it on their children. Their children just want to live their dream. You know what I mean? People think dreams are for the young. Right. Whatever that dream may be. People think dreams are for the young, but, the, but dreams are dreams. Dreams are dreams. Um, My whole life. Yeah, but if you don't put... My whole life, But if Denzel said it the best, if you don't put no effort into it and put set no goals with your dreams, your dream right. is simply just a dream. So, um, listen, sure. Q. Oh, wait, we got a phone call. Payment's coming. Uh, Carly, you on the air? Good morning. I said it was Ms. Carmen then. Ms. Carmen? No, no. I thought I would, you know, um, I thought I would rescue Q, you know. Uh, Ms. Carmen. Miles, you know. Ms. Carmen. <laughs> Ms. Carmen. Uh, Carmen, hating is, the hate on you don't look good. <laughs> She's trying to say I'm born, Q. That's okay. I'm going to call I'm going to Detroit Table Talk. Oh, my God, Dro. Are you okay? Dro, are you okay? Because I know Miss Carmen is boring the fuck out of you. I'm going to just say it just like that. And I'm just talking. How you doing, Miss Carmen? Hey, guys. Hey. So um, I called in to talk about the, the parenting um, then versus now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where we went left. No, we ain't go no goddamn where. You state your case. Where you think parent is back then versus now? No, but I'm saying is I don't know where we went left and parenting. Oh, oh parenting is yeah. totally different than when I was growing up. I mean, it has totally flipped bottom out. You know. Quite. Do you I, do you think it's because of drugs? Happened. Do you think it's because of the drug era? No, because when we had, you know, when we were growing up, our parents was on heroin and crack, you know what I'm saying? And although our generation, we were still functional kids. We were functional adults. We still pushed through. These whining ass kids now, can't they can't bump they, they toe without, you know what I'm saying, wigging out. It's something in the Cheetos. It got to be something in those hot Cheetos. The Cheetos. You know, yeah. I, I just don't, I don't get it. We were able to take directions from our parents because our parents used to be able to look at us, and we knew exactly what the hell they meant. Yeah, you know? yeah, that stare when they when they when they lift their glasses down, like I know you ain't gonna pick that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we knew exactly what they meant. Now these kids want to debate with you; they want to go back and forth. Then we got retarded adults saying, "Let them express themselves." You know, they're human. You know, and and uh, I just don't know. I, I get frustrated every day because I'm looking at our children, and it does not it matter. Like I know a lot of people say, I, 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 I'm frustrated with our young people because we say a lot, you know, oh, two-parent homes, and, you know, even some of these single-parent homes, they're raising their kids the best that they know how, and nine times out of ten, they're raising them right. These kids getting out in this society, in this community, and losing their damn mind. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, for me, for instance, 
although I was a single parent, I wasn't a single parent because their dad was involved. But my children were raised in church, went to church three, four times a week. They never hung out. They never slept over somebody's house. They, they never had issues. But when they got grown, when they went out into this world, mm-hmm. I guess it was the freedom that they saw. You know, they saw what other people were getting, you know, um, getting by with, you know. And they've made some decisions that I'd be looking right. like, you don't know, I don't know who the hell you are. You know, yeah. and, it, and it's frustrating. <laughs> it's frustrating because you're trying to pray. You're trying to keep these young people on the right path. But, you know, these streets got these kids' attention. The music, um, I don't even know, Miles. Parenting th- is different then and now. I don't, well, Ms. Carmen, I agree. Our kids get to tell us what they're going to eat and what they're not going to eat. No, when did that happen? But, but again, that's, listen, listen. I'm a, when the people, I have a girl, so people think, my girl, like I'm oh, I'm, 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 oh, that's my baby. I do be like, that's my baby, but she gonna eat whatever I put on that table. One, one time she called herself to my, I don't like that. I said, how you know you don't like it if you ain't never ate it? My mama don't like it. I said, well, you, you're not your mother. Then she said some other dumb, crazy stuff. I said, you know what? Well, your ass ain't gonna eat. She was hungry as hell. She got her ass up first thing in the morning. <laughs> she was like, can I put it in the microwave? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. She's like, I was like, go ahead, put it on two. Yeah, just hit two, baby. You know what I mean? I, had eight I that. remember sitting at my mom and my grandma table talking about I didn't like something. You sat there until the sun went down. And if you did eat it, when you got up in the morning, everybody had fresh breakfast. You that had same that. plate was right in front of you. Yep. Praise God. Thank you for good parenting. the course of the house. Well, Ms. Carmen, I would like to say this. I don't think parenting change. I just think the, I just think the, 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 a lot of times, like, n- not you, but people our age, we used to think, like, we used to have to fight with our parents so much. I don't want my daughter and my son to have to fight with me. So they made things more lax. They're more lax. Oh, my God. You got, in, in, in school, you miss four assignments, your ass got to E. You miss 24 assignments, you get a, a home packet to take home so, so your other brother can do it for you. <laughs> so you can take it back and, so, so your ass can pass. I haven't seen nobody get pushed back in the class in the past 15 years. Well, now, in my class... Oh, no child left behind. Um, and my kid, no, forget that. No child left behind. And my kid, I had several kids that was left behind. They need, they, to, they need to be I left behind to say they behind. Who, not, who had not made the um the grade? Yeah. And it got to the point where you know parents wanted a meeting with the principal, and the principal had a discussion with me and was saying, "Hey, you know, can you reconsider?" No, no, I cannot because they had all year to do what they needed to do, and not only that, I gave an opportunity at the end of the year a packet. With, mixed with a, uh, two different projects, and they didn't turn in none of it. So guess what? Them and their mama can roll with it. Right. I had parents standing at my door. Can we have a discussion? <laughs> no. You didn't show up at parent-teacher conference, so you're not going to inconvenience me now. No. I mean, we raising some right. weak kids. Yeah, I mean, but those are weak pa- we those are weak parents is raising weak kids. Miss Carmen, you said steak bleeds. Steak does not bleed. 
Uh, chicken bleed, chicken bleed. No, no. If if it's, it, it, there is blood in steak, it's not blood in steak when you get it on your thing. It's not blood. That's not blood. Look it up, sweetie. What I'm just, is it? I'm just letting you know. Just look it up, Miss Carmen, because you don't take my, you don't take me seriously. Mom, what is it? What's that red stuff? That's blood in there. It's not, Miss Carmen. What is it, Miss <laughs> Carmen? Just trust me. It's not blood. Okay, well it's red. I'm not eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying your daddy talking about something. You know, women believe from there. You know, we eat a lot of animals that believe. So, no, y'all but, can go ahead and and chalk it up to the game. You know. Yeah, yeah. I told him I was too late. I was. I was, I was that like, period, but uh, you know. <laughs> that was funny. That was Miss Carmen. You made it. Ah, huh, you made it funny. Shut up, mom. Oh, stupid. <laughs> it's called um. It's called myoglobin. That's not the, the red. Is called which myoglobin. It's called myoglobin. I know, which translates into blood. It don't translate to blood. It would be say it would say blood. Okay. Jesus, you okay? Well, just, um, the point is, y'all still eating the coochie, okay? That's oh damn! Oh oh oh! You want to go there, huh? Damn. Oh, oh damn! Miss Carmen, damn. I mean. I don't even trust a man who don't eat coochie. Anyway, so thank you for giving us a call, Ms. Carmen. Um, Ms. Carmen, what's going on? What's going on for the Masquerade Bar? Tell them the date. Tell them where it's at. Tell them what's time. Tell them how to find a ticket. Masquerade Bar is June the 10th. Um, Saturday. Ticket price is $50. That includes um, an outstanding dinner, um, your entrance, and it will be a cash bar. We ask you to come on out and join us. We're going to have a good time. All right. That's Miss Carmen Evans and Dro Detroit Table Talk. Detroit Table Talk at five o'clock. Um and all platforms, Detroit Table Talk and um our website, DetroitTableTalk.com. Okay. All right then. Thank right. you for calling Miss Carmen. Later too. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Hey y'all, that was Miss Carmen. She said, um, come out to the Masquerade Brawl June tenth. She didn't tell where. Did she say where? She didn't say where. Okay, maybe she don't care. But just get a ticket, y'all. Go to Detroit Table Talk or hit Miss Carmen or Miss Carmen Evans um, on her page. All right. Um, Q, tell them where they can find you at, bro. We got one more video. Hey, let's let's do, hold on. Before we do that, let's go to this one last video. This is gonna be the first time we did all three videos. No, we did all three videos right here on Thursday on a Tuesday morning. Uh, we'll be right back. Next video. So do we yes. beat them or do we put them on timeout? Gentle parenting candies. Uh, no yelling, no hitting. Now some kids need them little legs to get tapped. Cause I remember getting, I'm sorry, mama. I remember getting whoopings <laughs> during the whooping. Absolutely. And I tell you not. Back home, we're daring you. If you touch it, me dare you. <laughs> me beg you, pick me touch it. You believe the children? Oh, it. yeah. Me too. Oh, I believe in tapping them legs. Really? If I had kids, I, oh, yeah. Whoop that ass. Tapping them legs. <laughs> Whoop that child. Whoop that child. Oh, you horny as hell today. <laughs> Hustle and go. Whoop that child. Whoop that child. It's so hard out here for a dad. 
you got to whip your child on the ass. <laughs> oh, God. So hard I am with that. Anyway, um, Q, tell them where they can find you at, bro. Yo, check me out every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? Uh, on eblockradio.com. Shout out to my man's Angry Man and Monk Money. Monk Money! Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays right here on the Rise and Grind Morning Show. Uh, Tuesday nights on Girth. Check me out on IG at Q.Lewis313. Uh, you already know what it is, man. It's your boy Q. Lewis. Uh, down live from the 48205. Uh, Red Zone, baby. Gang, gang. Uh, yes. Uh, you can check me out right here on the Rise Ground Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. We get busy. Busy, baby. Calvin Man, Brittany Chanel, Tia Black, Q Lewis, Fifi the Butt Plug. I mean, Fifi the Plug. Sorry. Miles Dixon right here on the Rise Ground Morning Show. And Shay, oh my God, bringing the entertainment news just for you. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time. Thanks, Tino. Thanks, Chantel. Oh, Shannon Shan. Thanks, Shannon Shan and Tino Wino. Thank you very much. Until next time, we'll see you later. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Just for you